welcome the host of the local plug, my brothers, Brent Van Wilder and the one and only Magic Baby. You are tapped into the local plug. This is your man, Brent Van Wilder. I'm here with my homie. It's your boy, Magic. And we are in the building today. today What's going today, on, today, Raleigh? What's going on, world? We got a lot in store for y'all today, yeah. We got us a hilarious, talented guest today. He got jokes. He got jokes. Okay. Now I mean, he a Cowboys fan though, so. There goes the joke. I right got there. the joke right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also got some. We got a dope topic today, yo. What is, what's the topic for the day, Kev? Networking, 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 and building resources. Mm-hmm. Now I mean, so we definitely want to get more into that. We just we just want to provide y'all with information so y'all can be the best entrepreneurs y'all can be out there. Get out here in these streets and go get it. You gotta go talk to people. I mean, connect some dots. Build some happy. relationships for real. So we want to help y'all understand how to do that and how to go about that tonight. And we're talking about networking, building resources, maintaining relationships. And I'm not talking about what your lady needs. I'm talking about business relationships, getting to that bag. Networking with a purpose. A real purpose. So now imagine what's 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 your what's your um go-to plan as far as networking? How do you network? Networking for me, <clears throat> networking for me is like a 24-hour thing. It's not something that I turn off. It's something that I look forward to doing on a regular basis. Um, yeah, it's 24 hours for me. I feel like every time I step out the door is an opportunity to meet somebody and learn something new. And I feel like with that mentality, I'm just, you know, bound to meet the, the dots I'm trying to connect. What about I, you, bro? Um, I'm a people person anyway. Like I've been, I've been told I was a social butterfly since I was a kid. So I think every, no matter who you speak to is an opportunity, it's an opportunity to learn from them. And I think the most, the most valuable thing about building or well, networking is building the relationship, building a relationship that's actually going to last and building a relationship that's not just beneficial for you. It has to be, it has to be two, it has to go two ways. I mean, what, what can you offer and what can they offer and how can y'all meet in the, not even meet in the middle. How can y'all, coincide together to make it all work i mean opportunity right every every time you step out the door it's an opportunity it's a it's a it's another chance to make things happen so um what i went on google and they said it was a couple different ways of network what's the first way what's one way well the first one of the first ways of networking or how to network is just being open to meeting new people that that's where it starts from you got to be ready to meet somebody new engage with them ask a couple questions and share a little about yourself in my opinion yeah well i i think it's also um i think also and continues with that is really understanding what you what you want what you want out of the relationship out of the networking relationship if i'm talking to you if i meet you and i've never and we never talked about anything I want to get to know you before I get to explain my business because I want to be able to know that you're into the business that I'm into. Got to, got to figure out. Um, it's not even so much a friendship, but like a, a mutual respect. You got to build a mutual respect to build the relationship. Mm. Yeah. So that, that to me, yeah, you're right. I mean, that definitely works. Yeah. So um, being open to meet new people, um, not being scared to ask questions. Um, 
you know, be curious. We don't know it all. This is why we out here networking, trying to get with people that might know what we don't know or put us on to something that we're not aware of. Um, like you said, it's, you know, building that relationship. So I would say um, in networking, it's important to follow up with people. Um, in order for you to build that relationship, it's just not going to just happen. You got to, you know, hit somebody up. Hey, how you doing? Or I thought about you today or whatever the case may be and just stay connected with them. Um, that's really, really important with networking to me and staying connected with the person you just met. Yeah. And a lot of people, a lot of people confuse networking and resourcing. Mm, that's the difference, bro. So when, when you're resourcing, when you're resourcing, you, you've already established that, re, that relationship when you network to me, networking, it's starting to build that relationship. Okay. So like when we meet, we're starting to network. We're starting to network. Okay. Now, when when it comes down to doing business, hey, this is what I have to offer. Do you think you can help me with, with what you have to offer? Now you're using your resources. Okay. Now now you're resourcing just not only just resourcing from them, but you're resourcing yourself. So so is it fair to say networking with a purpose builds resources for you? It is fair to say that. Okay. It's definitely fair to say that. I, I, and I, I like how that how you put that together because that's basically how it goes down. Networking with a purpose, I mean, builds those resources. So let me, let me, how, how much time we got, bro? We got time to chop it up? Or we got time to chop it up. What What is, how do you network? What are, you, what are the ways that you network? Uh, I just talk. You just talk? I, just, I talk to people, let them know what I do. Do you, do you? Like me personally, um, sometimes I go out my way and put myself in certain places just for networking purposes. Um, like, you know, bro, I don't drink. So um, me being at the bar is kind of like, eh. But you will see me in there chopping it up with people, probably taking some pictures or something of that nature for the purpose of networking. Yeah. And just like definitely putting yourself in position. Putting yourself in position is, is one of the best ways to network because you have you have to know where to go and you have to figure out who who to talk to. Um, real quick, real quick, I want to give a big shout out to Jess, Lily, and Ballistic. They on they on the mixed cloud right now. Um, yo, give us your opinion. To, tell me how y'all network. If you on the mixed cloud, um, yo, you in the chat, yo, let us know what your network what's your networking yeah, your format. Out, people, we, you know active, we out here. We out here, yo. We we want to hear from we want to hear from the public too. We want to know how y'all get y'all networking on, and, and what do you and what do y'all do about networking? So um, once again, once again, yo, um, our, tonight that's all we're gonna talk about is networking, resourcing, how to build those relationships. And we got Google on our side. So Google, Google, he going. We got the expert. We got the expert. <laughs> and we still got my man, Donnell Dink Kearney. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Coming in the building. Um, if you don't know, y'all can find him on Amazon Prime, Ghetto Raunchy. You can also find him on Tubi. Yo. He got a couple movies. Big shots out to Todd Bank. Man, making movies. Yeah, movies. Check them out, man. Them, them short films, them low budget movies. They be hitting, man. You yo. just got to check them out. Yo, hit a lick too. I'm going to have him talk about it when, when. When he come in, y'all, I was watching that drone, that, and it, it, it was official, yo. Big, once again, big shouts out to the local producer, director down here, Todd Banks, doing this thing. Yeah. In fact, we got Dink in the building. Well, before we do that, too, I wanted to ask you, we can get back to it, but do you think networking in person or networking in the metaverse is more effective? Which one do you think is more effective or does it outweigh the other? 
All right, we're going to get back to that. We got our guest in the building, Dink, Mr. Donnell Kearney. What's up? What's up? What's yeah, up? What's OG going on? How you doing? What's happening, OG? You doing some legendary things, man. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. I yeah. think I, I think I might be doing some legendary things. I Yo, listen, I, I see I see you moving. I see how you networking, bro. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you, absolutely, you, man. You got the ghetto raunchy on Amazon Prime, right? You got you got the liquor house com um, liquor house comedy shows on Tubi. Yep, and Amazon Prime and Amazon Prime, right? Um, starting hit a lick too. Yep. Yo, you got Thank you got a this, sneaker bro. you got a sneaker out. Yeah, sneakers, yeah, their own shoe line, yep. You got your own shoe line, yo. Yep. You're the first comic I know with their own shoe line. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, um, thanks to um, the success um, I've had on Hit a Lick 2. They saw me and also my stand-up comedy, man. So they that's, they reached out to me, and that's how that happened, you know. So how did you start your network? What 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 was just that? What was your first step into branching out and getting everything out here? Well, uh, well with what? Just everything stand-up or, I mean, well... Just your career, just um, just starting from stand up and to elevate um, into where you at now. Well, stand up, man. Um, I got that's I just I decided to stand up in 2015. I went on stage one night. I said I was gonna try this, and I, I got up there, man. And um, I decided, you know, I, I was up. There I was the only black person up there, right? <laughs> I was last, and I was late, right? <laughs> well, nobody but white people in there. It was at this place called the Second Wind in Carver. Shout out to that police. And um, I get up there, man, and all these jokes are written down on the napkin. I think they're going to hit. And I get up there, man, and nobody laughing. Wow. I mean, it's quiet. And they just looking at me like, okay, brother, what you doing in here? <laughs> so I said, God, I'm going to say this last joke. If nobody laughs, I'm getting the H off this stage. And I said this vulgar joke. And these two white guys I know to this day bust out laughing. And I looked up in the sky and said, God, I found my audience, and I've been doing it ever since. And that's uh, shortly after that, about a year later, Ty Banks, a childhood friend of mine, reached out to me. He said, Dink, would you like to um, be the host of the Liquor House Comedy Show? He said, um, this is how we're going to do it. You're going to be the face of it. It's going to put it on uh, Amazon Prime, 2B TV, different platforms. I said, sure. He said, he said you got the material? I said, yeah. And at the time, I ain't have like maybe eight minutes of material. <laughs> but I, I said, yeah, I can do it. And um, I went ahead and done it, man. The rest is history, man. And then about two years later, I I did my um, first comedy special, Ghetto Rachi, on Amazon. That's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, that's which can be found to. on Amazon Prime. Yeah, so yeah, you're the only comic I know that come out in a in a, in a robe like you have. Yeah, to. yeah, yeah. The robe, I love the robe, man. The yep. robe, yeah, the robe. Um, you know, it signifies as just being relaxed, comfortability, and just being raw. So you know, so when I hit the stage, that's what I bring out. Yeah, that's your signature it's, right yeah, there. It's, yeah. it's comfortability. Yeah, when you see a person in a robe, they comfortable, they chilling. If I see anybody else on stage with a robe. I'm like, boo! <laughs> they don't even have to say a joke. I'm just boom right, off rip. Right. And I, I, it's funny, man, because I wear robes around the house before I started stand up. But when I put robes on, man, it's, you know, um, it's just relaxing. I'm just relaxing, man. And that's how I want to feel on stage. But I want to be in a comfort zone where I can just say whatever, too, man, and, and kind of be raw and raunchy, like ghetto raunchy. So. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Dink, let me ask you, bro. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, when it comes to networking, who do you think or. If you can remember, who was that first plug for you? That first person you networked with, and it just kind of got the ball rolling for you. Um, actually, it was Ty Banks, the um, the guy who so who basically you know got my career started and put me on the map. It would be Ty Banks. He was the first one I would say to start the network. You know, um, put me in the movies, giving me the, these credits, and introducing me to other people. So he would be the he would be the very first person that I would have to um, say started me on the network path you did know? you have a relationship with him prior to that or 
Um, did you guys just kind of meet and how did that? Oh happen? yeah, Ty and I grew up together. I mean, oh, Ty okay, grew up in okay. Southeast Raleigh. We known each other since we were three years old. Okay. He was like my first best friend growing up. We 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 known each other since we was in pre pre K. Um, our families go way we go way back. Our grandmothers were the best of friends. Um, his grandmother, matter of fact, um, introduced my grandmother to my step grandfather. Um, my mom is real close to his his mom and his aunts and stuff. So um, our family is always close, close, you know. So okay, me so. and him were just childhood friends, man. And um, you know, life circles back, and this is how we, that's how we connected. But he would be the first source of connections that I met when it came to networking. All right. So earlier we was talking about networking, mm -hmm. um, resourcing, right? Mm -hmm. So right. this sounds more like resourcing than networking. Well, it, yeah. Well, kinda, cause that network turned into a resource. It was just a long network. Like he, they networked it when they was three. Okay. I mean, that's when they linked in. That's when they, yo, know, they found each, they found each other's commonalities, and and from there y'all built. Right. From there we we built, and then also with networking, man. You know, I would just um. I would go online and, um, you know, do research on, you know, like with business things, you know, trying to network with people in the acting world, um, comedy. Um, that helped me, I think, like in 2017, I was able to perform at Gotham Comedy Club, you know. Uh, they, they, they had seen me on um, Look at House Comedy, and um, they said, okay, can you come up there for your new talent show? And I said, sure. And from there, I, I built a relationship with uh, one of the owners up at um, the Gotham Comedy Club. And that, that's the key a lot of comedians don't understand is you have to... You got to network, especially in stand-up, man. Well, any any field you in, you got to network, but definitely in stand-up comedy because stand-up comedy is like I call it the stepchild of the entertainment industry. It is, yeah. Like there is no solid foundation. I mean, yeah, you, you can take comedy classes and this and that, but if you're not on the right platforms, man, to get seen, to get the exposure, nobody know who you are. So you got to you gotta put yourself out there and network so that you can get seen. Whether that with acting or um, trying to join an agency, you – you gotta continue to do these things if you're a comedian. You want to you want to get to the next level. And so that that follows under <clears throat> being open to meeting new people and right. getting yourself out there. Right. Um. I noticed you said you went online, and right before we went to the music, I asked my brother Brent, mm -hmm. um, "Is it more effective to network online, or is it more effective to network in person?" Either or. I mean, you can start online with somebody, and then eventually, um, y'all can network in person. It, it don't. It don't really matter. Um, the, the key is when you network is to is to uh, make that connection, so you, you both can um, um, benefit from it. You know. So whether I'm online and I'm trying to, um, you know, like let's say I want to get a new clothing line example, and I, you know, I reach out to the person, email them what the case may be, and they may send me something back and say, okay, we can do this or that, or whatever the case may be, or come to this seminar. or or come to this meeting, you know, or let's Zoom and let's talk. Um, networking can be doing online or in person. It, it doesn't matter. It just depends on what your goal is yeah. and what you're trying to do. Um, that and, and speaking of networking, it, it, in comedy, I, I don't know. They, they just do a bad job of networking. Um, I, I guess they do, comedians do network to a certain degree, but not to the level of uh, comfortability I think they should, you know, where they can progress their careers. A lot of comedians I've seen are lazy. And I'm gonna tell you. I say another thing. Also, didn't mean cut you off. A lot of comedians only network with each other. Yeah, they, but that, they keep their networking group. But where? But themselves. But where are they going though? That's the thing about it. Exactly. See, he was networking with people who ain't got no power to do nothing. So, <laughs> you networking with not not you. I'm not saying you, but I'm just saying you in in general. You were networking with this person over here, but wh where are they going? What are, what are they offering besides an open mic or a room? What are they What are they offering? What, what are you going to get from that besides some stage time? 
Yeah. You see, you got to make the right connections and network with the right people. That's why I said before, with stand up with comedians, where do you go to reach out? You got so many gatekeepers in stand up comedy. You know that. They don't yeah. like you. They ain't dealing with you. Yeah. So, yeah, you might be networking, but who who you networking with? I'm, if someone was to network with Ty Banks, who I, you know, the producer, then that comedian going to get something tangible. They go on somewhere. They're going to. They're going to be able to be in the movie. They're going to be able to be on Look at House Comedy. They're going to get something in return. He's giving them something of value. So when I see these comedians in clicks, it's like they're holding hands together and they're ringing around the rosy. Where are they going? In circles. They're going in circles. They, they're, not, they're not going anywhere. Yeah, they're just going in the same And that's, that's everywhere. That's, I mean, where are they going? And that, and that goes with any profession also. Uh, yeah. whether, whether, you're a, whether you're a doctor, whether you, whether you just right. race cars, like drive cars or build cars, a mechanic. Yeah. If you if you stay if right. if you work at Firestone, right? Right. Exactly. Fire, if you work at Firestone and the only people you network with is the employees at Firestone, right? You you limit yourself to the other opportunities outside of that business. Exactly. So yeah, definitely get that. Definitely get that. Hey, that actually follows falls under one of Google's networking principles. Um never dismiss anyone. Mm. Um or or Consider them unimportant. You never know who they are, who they might know, or their value, period. Right. So you don't want to dismiss anybody. Most yeah. Deaf. Most deaf. And that's what a lot of comedians do. Yep. You know, you don't know who's who. You don't know who know who. Yeah. And it's and in the acting world it's totally different than it is a stand up. See with the actors and the I know in that world, it's totally different. There's a lot of networking going on. There's a lot of people that's rooting for you. And they do a lot of networking, you know, with um, seminars and actors' assets. There's a lot of things they do in the acting world where you can get elevated. Whereas in stand-up, all I ever hear people talk about is how to tell a joke and, you know, um, how, you know the etiquettes of comedy and, you know, stuff like that. You know, uh, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's a good thing. But it, but that may progress you as a comedian, but how are you going to get to the next level? You right. know, how are you going to... Become how are people gonna get to know Brent the the funny comedian? You know what I'm saying? How are they gonna get to know? Or how are they gonna get to know? Think you know how? You know it's I've been all over this country telling jokes, man. There are some funny comedians in this world, bro. I believe it. Under the ground, underground comedians are hilariously funny. Hey, how long you been on stand up, man? Oh, I've been doing 15 years. I know this comedian, that comedian, that famous comedian. I'm a house comedian, but they ain't got nothing else to show for it. Mm. Nothing. You was talking about networking as far as comedy. But yeah. net, um, I want you. I want you to help people network as far as being a business, because I, I think one thing that a lot of comics and a lot of artists don't really get the whole grasp of okay. is that they are the business, right. business and brand. They the right. business and the brand. Exactly. And so a lot of times they don't know how to brand themselves to network effectively or efficiently, nor do they know how to. Um, build themselves as a business mm -hmm. to create a network for themselves. Gotcha. Right. Well, as you as you know, man, my stage name is Ghetto Rachi. Um, G-H-E-T-T-O-R-A-U-C-H-I. Ghetto Rachi. Rhymes with Liberace. And when I when I got that, that name, I decided to trademark it. That was step number one. But the reason why I went ahead and done that is because I recognize early as a comedian, you're already a business. You're already an entity. You're already a brand. And from day one, when I put the robe on with Gelder Rachi, I said, I'm really going to make this a brand. A lot of comedians don't see themselves as a brand. They, they just see themselves as a comedian to tell jokes. 
And having said that, a lot of comedians don't know business. They don't even try to get to know business. If you're a comedian, your primary goal is to be to mark your brand, whatever your brand is going to be. I'm Ghetto Rachi. I wear a robe. That's my signature. So that's my brand. So it allowed me to also start it, you know, to buy more robes so I could sell them at my shows. Also allowed me to go to, um, um, I can't think of the name, um, Teesprings, and put my logos on the shirt so I can send links to my fans and say, hey, you know, um, go get you a shirt. Here's a discount code, so forth, so forth. You are a brand, and that's what you are. You When you're a comedian, you're an entertainer. Being an entertainer is all about popularity. Being popular, Having been popular allows you to, to sell out places. It's no different if you're a rapper, you're an R&B singer, you're a musician, you're a guitarist, whatever the case may be. So as a comedian, that's what that's the way you should look at it. I'm Ghetto Rachi, so this is what I'm branding myself. Okay, what else am I brand? I want to, you know, I, they reached out to me about my shoes. A-Live Shoes um, reached out to me because they seen me in the movie. And they saw me, they saw my comedy special. And they, they asked me, would, you, would I be interested in um, trying to get my own shoe line? And the deal was I had to sell, after I made the shoe, I had to get seven pre, pre-orders, which I was able to fulfill. And then they would put my, my shoes in full production. Well, I said, cool, I'm going to do that because that's another way to brand myself. Not only do I got the robe and all the merchandise, now I got my shoe line. So when I go to shows, I can, I can, you know, tell my fans, hey, go to this website, go to my website and get click on the link. Here's the code, and you get you, you go get you some shoes. Um, also to get my other merchandise, and by carrying yourself as a brand, it allows you also, you know, to get money down the road because now you got a popularity because you got a following, and you have to think that way as a comedian. You can't think like. I'm just going to hit the stage tonight and kill it. That's just half the battle. That's the show. What's the business part of it? It's just like you got McDonald's, you got Burger King, you got Wendy's, you got Arby's. All those rest of those fast foods chains been around forever, right? So you got to look at yourself like that, and you got to you got to build your brand like that. But the main thing, how you build your brand, is you know it's through social media. That's why you always see me posting stuff on social media. When I post those pictures and stuff, those memes and asking questions. I'm trying to get people to, one, watch my special, watch my movies, and I'm also just trying to continue to build up my fan base. The more fans I got, the better it is for me to travel the country, and I can demand, hey, I want this type of money right here because I got, I can bring this many people to the show. And then the reason why I'm glad I, I just brought that up, you can be the funniest comedian in the world. You know that, Brent. Nobody don't know you, brother. If you can't put butts in the seats, they don't care. The comedy clubs will say, well, we got a headliner coming in. You might be funnier than him, but Ghetto Rocha coming in, he bringing five hundred people. That's five. That's that's automatic money f- for me, for the club. You know, this club yeah. is saying that you're funny, Brent, but you can host it, brother. You can host the whole weekend. We gonna pay you seventy five dollars to host the whole weekend. But Ghetto Rocha, he done sold out every show. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I do. That's how I think. See, I as a comedian, I, I'm, I'm more business than I, I mean, I'm both, but I think more business minded than, than anything else. I got the comedy part over here because I work hard on that already, doing mics, writing jokes, because I'm supposed to do that. But the other part is the business. How can you brand yourself? How can you put yourself out there and be a viable commodity? And it's proof that it's working because I've been contacted to do the shoes because I was in a movie. I was in the. I'm like I'm in one of the. I'm in two of the most highly recommended movies on 2B TV, Messi and Hit a Lick 2. As a gangster. I'm a comedian. Yo, I ain't gonna lie, yo. 
I was watching Hit a Lick too. I'm like, look at Dink. Dink was, yo, the gangsta. So I, I, I advise everybody. I'm pushing everybody to go hey, on TV hey, and, yeah, and yeah, watch. Yeah. What's, what's the links? Matter of fact, what's the links? What's the website for the shoes, the robes? Let the people know where to find it. Okay, what well, the, what starting with the movies? The um, I watch it in this order because um, it's, it's pretty much the best to watch it. Watch Messy first, and then watch Hit a Lick too. And both movies are on um. Um, 2B TV. 2B TV. My comedy special is titled Ghetto Rachi. That's G H E T T O R A U C H I. That's on Amazon Prime. And as far as my shoes, you, it's, my shoe is called the G. It's called the G. So you got to go to this website called aliveshoes.com. Just like it sounds, aliveshoes.com. And when you go in there, go in the search bar, you put in the G. That's the name of my, my shoe. And it's going to pop up. And, you know, they're going to automatically get your discount code. But if people decide they want one, just um, hit Brent up. He get in touch with me, and I give you a bigger discount. Um, the shoes are doing very well, by the way. Um, I done sold, like, over 50. Yeah, and they, and they, they kind of expensive, but like they told me, they say these are made in Italy, some of the best shoes ever, and some of the best um, plants. So, you know, it costs, it costs a pretty penny, but, you know, evidently people like it, so, they you know, they, they, they're buying it. You are tapped into the local, local plug. plug. We are here with my man, Donnell Kearney, a.k.a. Dink, a.k.a. Mr. Ghetto <laughs> Raunchy. Thank you, man. I'm glad to be on the show with y'all, man. Yeah, we definitely are blessed to have you. If you're just tuning in, he's putting... He, I, I hate to take I hate to take Gillies Jones, but he put he giving us a million dollars worth of game right now, yo. He's dropping some gems. He's definitely us, dropping right? some yeah, gems. Yeah, um, listening. I also want to drop this gem, too, man. If you're a comedian... If, you, if you're a comedian or you, you're trying to get your stuff out there... The easiest way to really, really get your, your name out there and, and popularity going is you get on social media. You got to start creating videos, something I'm going to start doing. I was doing this last year. Cowboys win or lose. I, I put my robe on. I I just talk junk, you know, win, lose, or draw. I'm saying that to say social media has made it where a comedian can blow up. And they if they blow up, they will get the followers they need. They will get money. And they'll be able to do go to any club around this country and get paid like they're supposed to. Social media is where you got to go. Whether you do skits with some friends and family, you do them by yourself. Comedians should be on social media every day promoting themselves some type of way. I don't care what you do. That's that online networking right there. That's what you got to do. Take advantage and, of it. And I'm not even going to lie to you because he's he been telling me that for a minute. And and I'm, I'm so like. I, I I told you I removed myself from social media. I use I use El Plagas. Right. Uh, I use El Plagas. Um. <laughs> yeah, El Plagas. Big shouts out to El Plaga too for letting me use his jaw. But I use his, and oh. and I guess I sort I, I separated myself. I wanted to separate myself from social media. Right. Only from the only for the fact that I I rather make those interpersonal connections. Gotcha. Like I want to see I want to see you. Right. I mean I want to see your reaction. I want to read your body language when I tell you this joke. Um. I. One thing I've known just from jump being in journalism for a little bit at mm -hmm. school is that things get lost in translation when it's just words. And I always I always felt as though my comedy, my yeah. comedy is up front in your face comedy. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> and, and, and you you're yeah. not gonna miss a beat when you read the body language, when you enter the stories, yeah. when you when yeah. you see the facial expressions. Yeah. And it's so it's sort of different when right. it's a quick video. But I definitely understand. And understand the concept, especially with the in the generation that we're in, mm. how important social media is. Because just like you said, it is it is a popularity contest. 
Well, that's that's entertainment, period. Yeah. Um, no, I, and I think Sylvester Stallone is a good actor, but nobody will ever say Sylvester Stallone is the greatest actor. But what you cannot say is about his popularity. He's very popular. I mean, this dude has made tons of movies off of Rocky, Rambo, and you know, you say you say same thing with Denzel Washington. They're very popular. It's always been about popularity. Yeah. Isn't entertainment's never been about who's the most talented ever. It's never been about that. Now, granted, Michael Jackson and, yeah, you know, but I'm just saying, in general, entertainment's never been about who's the most talented. It's about popularity. Always been that way. Any form of entertainment. And even transferring, even even transitioning into, I'm out of entertainment. Right. Just into being an entrepreneur, whether you, yeah. like I said, whether you have a business selling lemonade yeah. or you have a business selling hair, it, it, your your product becomes that popularity. Yeah. What, what, what is your, what makes your product stand out? And what makes what makes you bring it out? What makes you pop it for people to understand? Like, yo, I rather get, I rather get lemonade from you. I rather get lemonade from Dink than Magic, cause Dink is more personable. Know what I mean, Magic just be like, yo, here goes some lemonade. You want it? Dink be like, yo, I got some lemonade. You gonna party? You do? And that and that that networking and branding in itself, right, is different. I mean, than than it is in the entertainment. So right. I think a lot of times, a lot of people, when they're especially for entrepreneurs that are that are just starting, building your network is more than just talking, talking to people. It's actually connecting, making a genuine connection with people. Yeah, and it's funny. I'm glad you said that. Um, give an example about lemonade. Well, if you sell a lemonade, then put a robe on, right? And be all holly and, and 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 jolly about selling lemonade, and you got a robe on, and a, and a bonnet, and whatever, a wig cap, and you selling. People, oh my god, he's selling lemonade, and he's funny, and he's wearing a robe. So you do that. You 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 want to do something to stand out. When I wear the robe, I stand out when I wear the robe. There's a reason to also wear I wear it too because it it makes, makes me stand out. I've done plenty of shows, and people have come back and said, "Man, I remember you because you had the robe on." See what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the entertainment part of it. That's the business part to it. You see? Yeah. Because you're entertaining. And that's another thing as a comedian. The role is entertainment. So. So, based off of what we've been talking about this little segment, I took a couple notes down. Mm -hmm. For the people listening, it um, sounds like when it comes to strategic networking, knowing your business is key. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, when it comes to networking, being different and, and not being afraid to stand out or figuring out what makes you different and, and playing that to your advantage is key in networking as well. Just man. wanted to reiterate that. For oh, the exactly. Yeah. Good points, man. Yeah. Cause on the, um, on, on our, on our mixed cloud, um, when he said by knowing which, by knowing what I have to barter and buy and offer frequent the spaces where my tribe gathers, look for opportunities everywhere to organically connect. Yes, he's right. Organic relationships. Yeah. Monique hit it right. Monique hit it right on the head. She did. See, that's another thing. You bought an offer too, yeah. And she said you have to be perceived as likable. Oh, another thing you can do um, if you're on Facebook and got a business is you can pay you can um you can pay to boost your your post to your businesses if you got a business page. And that's another way you can get your stuff out there. Facebook wants you to succeed. And um that's why I think comedians or anybody that's doing business or networking should definitely have a business page on Facebook. 
and they should explore boosting their stuff, man, so more people can see it and they can connect with more people. It's out there for everybody. It's all out there. You just you just got to want to do it, you yeah. know. Definitely got it. And and your your hustle, like, and I think a lot of people get get that term. A lot of people use that term loosely. Yeah. And a lot of people use that term incorrectly. Um, when we say that you got to get your hustle up, you're not talking about you got to get your sales up. Right. <laughs> you gotta you gotta get your energy up to to be out there. Um, I think we talked about this on the first show. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean? How how to hustle, how to put yourself in and how to be everywhere at once to make yourself seen, make yourself known. Know what I mean, your hustle, I would say, definitely helps mold your brand. Yeah. Cause if if you if I like a better words, if you half ass it, know I mean you only only get a quarter of the outcome that you want. Yeah. You know I mean, cause when you, cause even no matter what you do, it's a game of numbers. Yeah. If I talk to a hundred people, I expect, sure. I expect 50 people to listen. Yeah. Know what I mean, and, re, and I expect out of those 50 people that listen, I expect 40 of them to dive in with me. Right. So your hustle determines how many people you get. Know what I mean, if you just hustling just for 10 people, you are only going to get one. Right. I mean, if you hustling for a million, you you gonna see a much larger number. Yeah, you you gotta yeah you gotta strategize. Like one of the reasons why I was running behind from here, why I was filming and then ran into a lot of traffic. But we was filming um, for Hitalik too. We would uh, wasn't actually filming for um, the, a movie, but we were um, using promotions to get more people to watch the movie. So I was I was doing that. But it's another it's another credit I'm gonna get. But it's also another way for more people to get to see me. Um, as an actor, and also, you know, become a fan. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So it goes back to what you said. You have to continue to, you know, um, to pull your energy up and go out there and have a plan and then execute your plan. Um, yeah. And I, a lot of people don't do not do that, but social media, Facebook especially, has made it where you can get your hustle on with your energy and get your brand out there popping. We're going to get into some more music real quick, and then when we come back, we're going to get more into networking on social media because right now in, in the generation that we are, especially with um, the metaverse, you know, I'm definitely going to talk about that, especially with the metaverse, that, that right there is going to open up a whole lot of different doors. Some, sometimes we do business with toxic people yeah. that affects our brand in a negative way. How do you stay away from those toxic people? How do you... How do you know when to cut that business short? Well, as long as it's not coming to your bottom line, then I guess you can continue to do it, you know? I'm going to say check for them flags. Flag on the play, take note. So what are some of those toxic, what are some of those toxic flags in business? Well, I I don't know. I guess lying would be the first one. You're not delivering to your promise. I guess that'd be the first one. Not being a person of your word. Yeah, that would be the first one. Do something, be somewhere, or have something a certain way, and it's not like that. Yeah, and you become consistent like that. Then yeah. you made your own bed right there. Yeah, that's how you could. Yeah, that's how you destroy your brand. On the play. Yeah, that's yeah. how you destroy your brand and your business. Yeah, yeah. destroy your brand. Yeah, that, that's why your brand is your your strength. You know, like you know, we joke about the our favorite teams, but they all strong brands. The Eagles, the Cowboys, the Patriots. You know, they're all strong brands. Yeah, you know, you gotta protect your brand. Give you the best example of protecting your brand. <laughs> the NFL. Yeah. You going they protect the shield. That's why Deshaun got Johnson, I mean Deshaun Watson got eleven. They wanted a whole year because he was tarnishing the image of the league with his his 
alleged sexual assault cases. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Uh, so, so you, you know, I'm just saying that when it comes to the brand, that's, that's, that's what you got to do. You know, Roger Goodell ain't playing. He's going to protect the shield. He ain't playing around with that. I mean, I'm going to tell you how bad he is. Deshaun Watson, two grand juries decided not to indict him. Okay? They wanted to indict him. Roger Goodell said, forget that. I don't he, care what they say. Okay, what they say. I'm protecting my brand. He did it with Zeke. Police didn't. They, they said the girl line. Roger Goodell said, I don't care. We still give you six games. Because yeah. <laughs> he's protecting his brand. Now, the owners can go out there and get massages like Kraft, his owner, allegedly at a prostitution, get arrested. Got, him, got, himself, a, got himself a happy uh, Allegedly, yes. Let's throw some capital letters well, well, on no, Well, uh, allegedly, but he did get handcuffed, though. He did get arrested. He got handcuffed. He got arrested, but wasn't found guilty. He yeah, got a hand job and handcuffed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, same court massage. system, same special, court system. Special massage for a special boss. Right, same court system, but you know, but that's a different topic for a different day. You know, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said a special massage for a special boss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he did it. Hey, he did it on game day too, man. I think that was yeah. on y'all. Y'all were playing that he day. Was trying to get relaxed, he was a yeah. little tense, you know. Yeah. But you know, they I got y'all lost that day. But you know, because they don't know he works for the owner, so he can't do but so much to them. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like the the Miami Dolphins um, owner. For tampering, he, he can't be around the team for six games. He owns the team. He's supposed to be kicked out the league for that. Yeah. He was throwing games. But, yo, what was it? Was it Sean Payton? Yo, Sean Payton was putting the hit out. Putting the hey, hit out. I'm going to tell you, coach, though, yeah. as a ex-football player, Right. That's been going on, bro. That's going part of the game, yeah, game yeah, bro. Yeah. We were doing that in high we, school. We, yeah, we do that on the field. 56. <laughs> we just say numbers. 22. 56. Yeah. Oh, There's only one man that can get away with stuff, man. And that's Jerry, man. Well, I ain't say Jerry. All the owners came. But Jerry, they got pictures of Jerry Jones with some women a couple years ago. And, uh, you know, sex was, you know, whatever. Nothing happens. And that's he, your team. He got that big money. Yeah. So yeah, he got, he, oh, he he got big money like that. He got old money. Big old money. Big old money. Yeah. You got to think about how long he's been around in the league but as he, far as he helped build that brand. I mean, when well, you think about when you think NFL. about teams like yeah, when you think about teams like the Cowboys, the owners like the Cowboys owners, the San San Francisco 49ers owners. Yeah, know what I mean, like Green Bay. I well, mean, well, they, the Cowboys, they help build that brand. They're the most valued franchise in the, in the whole America. I mean, the whole in the whole world. They like worth six point seven billion on Forbes. Like I thought it was the Yankees. No, no, nah, nah, they yeah, they they got the Yankees, but like three hundred twenty five million. You can look it up. I'm not making this up. Just, they said it on TV. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna look it up because a lot of y'all Cowboys fans be making stuff up. No, nah, no, nah, bro, they ain't making that up. <laughs> that's a, that's the last thing we can hold on to. No, no, they, no, they're not making that up. No, nah, he, they are the most valued sports franchise in this entire world. Seriously, that's, and that, and they got they got the Yankees by like over three hundred plus million. That is crazy. Yeah. And I th- that's real crazy. And when you build a brand like that, it, you have to you have to use your resources. Yeah, I mean, re- yeah, re- resourcing is definitely the, one of the best ways to, right. to build that brand. The, and, and matter of fact, I, example of the NFL, the NFL didn't build the brand just from being the NFL. They resourced themselves out to different companies. They resourced themselves out to different owners to help build, help bring in more revenue. So. Um, Dang, I'm gonna ask you how how do you how do you use your resources? When you say resources, I mean what type? When you say resources, what what? So like- yeah, because resources can be many things. Resources can be what you offer. Resources can be the people that you that you know. Okay. So as far as um as a comic, okay. I mean our biggest our as a comic okay. our biggest resource is stage time. Right, right. I mean that that's how that's how we get well our, our building blocks. Well, well, since I'm still trying to get my name out there, I I tell promoters, hey man, you ain't gotta 
you know, I come do the show. Just give me some gas money. You know, you ain't got from the room. This is driving distance. I, I was in Baltimore, Maryland with um comedian. You have this comedian named Vontae. He's big time on, on Instagram. Big time comedian on Instagram. I did a show with him in Baltimore. And I said, just give me some gas money. Because he has a strong following. I'd be up there, do the show. I just, I'd give me some gas money. I'm good. And and I got, I've got i got plenty of exposure just doing shows with Vontae. So that's one of my resources is instead of you, you know, if you can't pay me, then just give me the exposure. You know, you got a lot of people there. I do, I do, I do some shows for you. You know, I'm good. Or give me the room, and and feed me. I'm good. I, I I have the money to get there and get back home. It allows me to get in front of people, so I can tell them, okay, I'm not only a comedian, I'm an actor. You can catch me in this movie. You can catch me in this special. So that's one way to continue to get my name, and that's that's some some of the things I do. You know, in return. I remember one time I did a show at this restaurant. And I just hit the people up. I was just just gonna see what they was gonna say. And I called them up. And I said, "Hey, I'm a comedian." Blah blah blah. Told me everything I had. And the owner said, "I get back with you." So he went back and saw my stuff. He said, "Hey, man, we can make we can make this happen. We can, we can we can do something." I said, "Well, instead of me renting this place out, how about this?" I said, "You know, we charge this at the door, and we'll we'll split it. And you know, you got all the look and everything." And he said, "Yeah, let's do that." And I did I did that. Man, we did like the first show, um, just sold out, completely sold out. And he said, man, let's let's do another show. So we did one the next night and got more money. He said, man, since you did this, he let me get more of the door. And I think I got like 80, 20 because he, he said, I, I, I said, I never met you before, but you, you packed this place. You know, I, I told people about you and, you know, and that's that's another example. Just using resources, just offering something like the girl said, um, got a name in here, bartering something, you know. So sometimes you just got to sit down and just say, hey. I'm willing to do this or give up this so, you know, we can have this. And that's okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think a lot of times when people, when especially um, young entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs that, that are just starting, they don't want to feel like they're taking a loss. And, and sometimes it, it's not a loss that you're taking because you have to give up something. Uh, but great business does come great compromises. Yeah, especially... Being a comedian, man, like, you know this, man, we can do a show anywhere. You can do a show here. Yeah. You can do a show at this restaurant. It's just a matter of going in there, like, just telling the people, look, I can guarantee you I can bring this amount of people in here, which is going to boost your business. And in return, I get the place for free, and maybe we can do something at the door, you know, split it half or whatever the case may be. Or I, or just say, hey, you know what, let me just pack this place for you. You like it, then next time, okay, we, we split the door, whatever the case may be. Cause they trying to make money, especially when you're dealing with businesses. They just say, okay, well, how, how's it going to benefit me? And you just tell them, I can bring this. You're going to get this much money right here. And next thing you know, you're in business. You got something going on. All these businesses, they, they, they just want to make money. And then, like I said, if you can pack the place, they cool with it. Yeah. You know, and then the returns of comedian, then I'm, I'm getting more fans and followers. Cause that's, that's, the, that's the, the currency right there. Yeah. You hey, be, before we got back to those dope vibes, we was talking about um, the metaverse. Networking yeah, in the metaverse. Yeah, tell me more, but I've heard about it. Don't know so, a whole lot about it. You know, to me, that's just still falls under the category of online networking. Okay. And like we were saying earlier, we uh, you know, spoke on networking in person and networking online. Um, you know, based off our conversation, it just sounds like neither one of them is better than the other. Mm-hmm. They just both have their own advantages. And um, to me, 
the advantage of networking online is you get to touch more people instantly. Yeah. Um, you know, face to face, you got to put yourself in the right place at the right time. But online, you can't. You're kind of always there at the right time, right place. So, right. Right. Um. I know you said you did you do some videos for networking online as far as a comedian or some skits or something? Yeah, like, like last year I was um I was doing all these videos and the Cowboys played every Sunday. Okay, yeah. And what, what I found out, I was like, wait a minute. I got people come I'm like the Cowboys lost and I was just joking, making up excuses. But people were coming on my page being serious. And by the end of the night, man, I probably had man, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of views. Of just that. And I said, you know what? I'm going to keep doing this. And because of that, I started getting more followers. Um, people started saying, hey, man, I saw you. Can You know, you like the Cowboys. Can you come tell some jokes or whatever? We've seen your special. And that's why I was saying, if you're a comedian, or you ain't doing anything, selling lemonade, selling bananas, make some videos. Make those videos interesting and that you're selling your product. You know, you ain't even got to be in the video. You can hire somebody like me to do it and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm selling my banana pudding. You know what I'm saying? And oh, I go up there, have a, 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 a whole um, pan of um, your grandma's banana pudding I'm eating with my robe on. And I say, call um, Miss Nancy Jenkins. <laughs> for that bomb for, banana pudding. For that. She make the best bomb um, banana pudding. And, and and the next thing you know, she got a huge following. They come into a house or whatever. She's shipping it to them. I don't know. And now she got her business is booming. So you, you got to, it's there for us. Social media is there for us. Facebook wants you to succeed. Right, right. Yeah, so. you know, I boost a lot of stuff on my, my Ghetto Ratchet business page. And that's how my my shoes have been selling. Um, people come to my shows. You know, people want to be entertained. Okay, so. Yeah, so you, so you, you got to use social media. Getting uh, in front of the camera is yeah. definitely one way to network Getting in front of the online. camera. Um, another way that I can speak on and from personal experience is joining groups. Yeah, joining um, groups, yeah. You know, getting with like-minded people online. Um, there's crazy amount of groups on Facebook that you can find if you're a comedian, an mm -hmm. artist, a beat maker, a poet, right. whatever it is you're into, it's probably about 100,000 groups on Facebook that you can get connected with and start networking with. Um, yeah. Brent, what's, you got some, some gems on networking online or i was i'm I'm with you on that we just got to talk to people like that that to me that to me that's the that's the first step the first step is introducing yourself hey this is this is me this is what i have this is what i'm doing yeah. are you are you doing the same are you looking to do the same are you looking to network to to um add value to what i have to offer and maybe how can i add value to what you have to offer right how can we help each other grow yeah, like um, Kimberly said, YouTube shorts and TikTok is another way. Yeah. They, they have all these platforms for you to go out there and be great. It, I don't care what business you have nowadays. If you're not successful at it, it, I think a lot of it has because you're not using the tools that's before you or the resources that's in, uh, that's in front of you to be successful. There's no excuse why you can't be successful with any type of business. The, the resources are here. Yeah, it's all like you way, said. People. It's all about the energy, like Brent said, you know. The hustle, you just got to want to do it. Y'all doing it now. Y'all, you know, y'all got on the mix cloud and y'all out here doing this. And this could lead to bigger and better things, too. Hopefully it does. Yeah. yeah but and, and I think I think it also the goal is and um, I forgot. I forgot who told me this. I think it was Ken last week. Um, it's you. You can't 
you can't be just for the purpose can't be to make money. We want to make money. Right. And I mean, that that's that's what comes with right. good business. The goal is how are you going to serve others? How how does your business serve others and help others grow? Right. And when you do that, the money, the money's going to generate itself because people are going to want, they're going to want what you what you have to offer. Right. Shout yeah, out even, to basement. Yeah. To and, and that's even with comics. Even with comics that like you like you said, you can be the funniest person in the world. Right. I mean, but what value do you have for a club? I mean, if you don't have value, if you don't, if you don't have value for a club, as far as yo, I just want to make these people laugh. I'm, I'm trying to get everybody in here because I want them to laugh. Right. And whatever we make at the door, we make at the door. But my goal, my job, my passion is to entertain these people, and the money going, and the money's going to come. It's, it's going to come as is. I mean. Are you doing it just because if you do it just for the money, you'll it, it'll start feeling like a job. You work just for money. Right, right. You go to your nine to five every day just for money. Right. I mean, but if you have a passion behind it, I mean, the money, the money is going to be. I'm not going to say minuscule, but it, it's it, it's going to have a different flavor to it. Yeah. Than me just working for it. Yeah. Yeah. It all starts with a plan. You know, it yeah. all starts with a plan. So that's that's the way it is. It all starts with a plan. We want to thank everybody first and foremost for um for checking in, for listening. Y'all. I mean, whether Tune you came in. in now or later, we Mixed definitely cloud. Mixed Cloud, Facebook. Well, we're not on Facebook, but we are on Facebook. So if y'all seen my post and then y'all came in on the Mixed Cloud, big shouts out to y'all. Mm-hmm. Word. Shout out El Plaga for plugging us into everybody. Word. Big shouts out to El Plaga, man. He be putting in work on these social media platforms for us, y'all. All right, think you got any shout outs for the people? Yeah, man, I forgot with everything I said. I'm also an author. Uh, my book, The Sparrow Can Fly, can be found um, on Amazon. Yeah, on, yeah, on Amazon. So you can find it there. Also, you can find it at pageturner.com. That's also where my book could be found. The Sparrow Will Fly. Very inspirational story about a young man who survived, um, comes down with cancer. Very inspirational story and how he handles it. So I think it's a good read for young people, anybody. Good reason. Making a, it's getting a lot of good reviews on um on Amazon too. So that's, what's up. that's our, our second author. You right. know what I mean? yeah. Last week we had an author. This week we got another one. Big big shouts out to Jesse that was in the mm-hmm. building last week. Kev, you got any shout out? Um, I do. I got a couple more shout outs. I want to shout out my homegirl Amy. She's got a dope event coming up August twenty eighth. A's for Kids Corporation. It's a back to school book bag giveaway. They're going to be doing. Uh, haircuts, free hairstyles, uh, school supplies. Um, get out there and get connected, people. They got stuff for the little ones. It's all love. It's good vibes. Um, shout out to the Right Village. We ain't make it happen tonight, but we gonna make it happen. We gonna get Miss Mel right up here to explain in depth networking. Yeah, Mel, don't be shy. Um, shout out to Steve. You know, letting us do our thing as always. Shout out Art Media. Shout out the homie Brent, man. We making things happen, bro. Yo, thank you, bro. Big, yo, big shout out to you, homie. Um, my shout out. I want to thank. I want to shout out everybody that's on Mixcloud right now. Yeah, um, for taking the time out to to listen to us, taking the time out to um interact interact with us. I mean, share some of the jewels that they got. Um, big shout out to Deville Philly. Yo, he he had some troubles along the north, so um, 
Yo, we, we, gonna, we, we, we gonna get him right next week. We gonna get him right next week. Yeah. I'm, I'm still, I still got some dope hip hop to play for you at the end. So don't, don't worry. We got speaking some real hip hop. Speaking of that, right, people, right. let us know what you think about the music. This is something we take pride in. Right. Like I said before, you know, call us out on it. We said we here for you. We here to connect the people. You feel like we not doing it, or you feel like there's something we should be doing? Speak on it. Right. Big shout to it. Right. Big shout out to building legacies. Um, big shots out. Yeah, I, I gotta say big shots out to my Invisalign crew, yo. They they they've they been showing a lot of support. So big shots out to my Invisalign crew. We out here. Um Invisalign gonna have to pay me for this plug. I was about though. To say, bro, don't say that word again, bro. <laughs> <laughs> don't say and they gotta pay me for this plug though. The crew, <laughs> the crew they know who they are. Um big shots out to my mama, my mama. daddy. My mom and my dad, they both listening. Um big shots out to um Be Lovely Travels. You know what I mean? So I want to. I want to give a big shout out to that. My lady, she just started her business. She on that okay. entrepreneurial. Awesome. That, bro? Yeah, my lady, she on her entrepreneurial journey. Know what I mean? So she got her be lovely travels. So um, if you need somewhere to go, y'all can hit her up. You can find her on Facebook, Brittany um, Tarika. Um, let's see. Big shots out to. Big shouts out to Miss Janine Slaughter. Oh yeah. And yeah. Kim Denise. Yeah. I bet I, I I wanted to shout them out last week. And I don't think I did because they had me on the show. And <laughs> yo, big shouts out to Miss Janine Slaughter for being the realest baby mother Mac ever had. Yo. Oh, oh man, oh man, <laughs> don't 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 remind me, don't yeah. remind Mac about her, man. Yo, yeah, if you check out Hit a Lick too, Miss Janine Slaughter was the realest baby mom at the ice cream truck, yo. Wait, wait, where they check it out at again, bro? On Tubi. You got to go on Tubi. Tubi TV, Tubi TV yo. You yeah. got to check it out. Some good joints on there. Big shouts out to my man, Kevin Parkinson. Um, you know, he Since I've been at Shaw, I, I got to Shaw in 07. He's been directing since then. And he got he got a couple Noshes, Noshes 2, um, N-O-X, I-O-U-S. Um, the, the Valley of Queens. You can find that on 2B TV also. Big shout out okay, to him because he's been on he been on his grind since 07. I seen him yeah. flourish. He's a vet in the game. Um, man. Big shouts out to Mr. Ty Banks. Yeah. Cause I, I when I'm I was reading the credits, yeah. And he he had he was doing it all. Cinema cinematography, yeah, the music. The, so big shouts out to Mr. Ty Banks. Um definitely putting in the work here out in Raleigh. Great guy, yeah, man. Great yeah. guy. And, um shout out, shout out to um Shout out to everybody else who's listening worldwide. And shout out to Raleigh NC, Raleigh Durham. Local listeners, we appreciate yep. y'all. We out here. Yeah, we out here for y'all. Um, you can you can find us. Tell them where they can find us at on a, on a social media social platform. Social media, imagine. people tapping with El Plaga. His IG is El Plaga underscore the local plug. Guaranteed to get your, get your song played, get your local artists heard. Or your your local entrepreneur connected. That's what he's here for. That's what he's gonna do. Get connected. He's on Facebook as well. El Plaga, again IG El Plaga underscore the local plug. And big shouts out to all the local artists that um that that had their music played tonight. That that's been sending music in. Donovan McCray, um, Ballistic Gambino, <laughs> Legit Poet, Kyrie, Kyrie, Quinny B. Um, I want to thank all y'all for throwing y'all mu- for letting me play y'all music, and um, big shouts out to Sage Walker. Know what I mean? He not in Raleigh, but he from he from Goldsboro. Mm-hmm. My man is my man is lyrical. That was that God of War you heard earlier, yo. And there's so much talent here in in the in the city. Know what I mean? In the Raleigh Durham area, um, we want to help y'all plug y'all talent out here, yo. Big shouts out to all the comedians out there that's looking to build their brand. Know what I mean? And you can catch me next week at 10 p.m. 
after the sh um, on Wednesday night, matter of fact, at the Haymaker. So if y'all want some laughs, make sure y'all come down there at 10 p.m. Dink, you got any more shout outs? Oh, um, yeah, you can follow me, man. Um, Facebook, Donnell Kearney, um, parentheses, Dink, Ghetto Rachi, and also Instagram, Ghetto Rachi, TikTok, Ghetto Rachi, and Twitter, Ghetto Rachi. You can check me out there. Ghetto Rachi, get at yeah. him. Get right. at me. And yeah, and, um, if you don't go to it, I'm gonna turn into Mac on Hit a Lick too, and it's gonna be some trouble. <laughs> it's some yeah, trouble. Yeah, yeah, gotta be get some on trouble, too, man. <laughs> see who Mac is. Yo, you don't want no problems with Mac, yo. Yeah, I just wanna say one more thing. Um, tonight's hot topic was networking, so I just wanna tell people, you know what I mean? Don't be scared to get out there, network. Um, it's the only way you're gonna level up. Right. If you wanna level up, you gotta get your network up. Yep. And that's and if you need help, that's what we're here for, yo. That's what we're here for to help you help you plug your networking. All right. Yep. So we'll be back here next Thursday. Next Thursday. 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Tap in. Make sure you tap into the local plug. Oh, and thanks for having me, fellas. I appreciate being on here. Oh, yeah, you'll yeah. be back. You'll, you'll be, be back. back. Yeah. Word. All day. Oh, all right. Word. So we want to thank everybody for, um, for, for tapping in. And we will see y'all next week here on the local plug.